It is March 18th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Man, two more to go after tonight between uh, now and WrestleMania. Matt, did tonight's Monday Night Raw make you more excited for WrestleMania yes. or less? It did. Much more excited. Um, more excited for Ronda Rousey stuff. Much more excited for... I thought they did a good job of... Um, Getting more excited about Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar again, right? And throwing McIntyre in there, which you guys know we're I'm a huge fan of. Um, him looking like a beast as well. Uh, I just I, I thought they intertwined that storyline really well tonight. And, and the right guy that needed to shine, I was wondering how are they going to get McIntyre to shine? He, he's got to demolish, you know, you know. So yeah. I was really, I was, he's got to demolish the third member of the Shield here tonight, and uh, for this to make sense and where they're going. But how are they going to do that? Because he's facing Brock Lesnar in Mania two weeks from now. How are they going to get out of this? And they figured a way. Um, I liked it. I liked the show a lot. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought I thought tonight's show was bad. Um, I like I did like the Rousey stuff, but outside of that, and and uh, you didn't you know, like that. Matt, that main event match the, the match was good but match again, was great. you know if i'm booking a champion you know i wouldn't I, i'm not having the world title challenger losing on a show two weeks before mania and you shouldn't be beating right. drew drew either you could have done right. another match or or just have a brock come in it's a dq and he just destroys uh seth do something like that don't be pinning him you know <laughs> just two weeks before he's but, getting a title match at mania but, but the big but let's think about the quickest way to get bully heat on you or any kind of heat on you is to do what bully the biggest baby face on that show and he is seth rollins the biggest baby face on that show for the most part yeah so you so can you do? go in and just beat the hell out of him no i, I meant mcintyre he's going into a match that he's going to lose at mania so you got to build him up and do it quick you gotta get steam on him quick unless unless they haven't beat roman you know and just, oh that's that'd be great and I mean that sets up uh, Drew versus Seth for the you know for the spring. So and what an exciting matchup those two are. I'm sorry, I thought that match tonight was not just good or okay. I thought that was great. That uh -huh. match, the false finishes, I very well. Everything, man. Did you see him charge the corner and grab his boot? I've never seen that in a match done ever. Where somebody charges somebody who puts up a boot in the corner as you're about to run into it, you should take it to the face, right? Mm -hmm. But he turned and caught it. It was dope. It was a really, really good match. And well thought yeah. out, well scouted on each part, on each person's part. Yeah, the match was good. It just, you know, it just nothing on the show made me more excited to see their matches at WrestleMania. Could you imagine if Drew beats Seth at WrestleMania or beats uh, Drew beats Roman at WrestleMania? That promo the next night on Raw coming out, going Roman, you beat cancer, but you can't beat Drew McIntyre. Right. I mean, he's made. He's instantly made. Yeah, you get them hot. I mean, that's they're you know getting short on heels right now. So and, and Rock is gone. Mania. Who knows if he's got or not? But if he is, he, you don't really I'm have fine. anyone like any Listen, top heels right now. I love Brock to death. He's great and all, but I'm sorry. Like that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm over it. Like like I would much rather see Drew McIntyre in that position at this point. Yeah. Well, I just would. I know Brock's bonked off is, and people are think, oh, it's a crazy thing to say. He charges people that normally wouldn't watch wrestling. Well, guess what? He's been there long enough to do it. We we, we squeeze as much juice as we're going to get out of that that demographic. All right. Now let's build the next, you know, top villain, and and that's their heel rather, and that's Drew McIntyre. He's money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tonight we opened with Paul Heyman 
bringing out Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre got involved in that promo talking about destroying the members of the Shield individually, and then Seth Rollins came out and attacked during that promo. Um, what do you think of Lesnar? Oh, what's that? Sorry, that's one thing I didn't like in tonight's show. There's no way he should be able to come back from that chair beating, by the way. Yeah, getting hit. Uh, he got destroyed by a chair. Yeah, 16 times is what Joshua yeah. counted on our Twitter. You can't <laughs> so, come back from that normally. Yeah, that should be uh, – that takes you out of the show. It should. Uh, and and you, if you are still going to wrestle, you should be winning. So, so here's, one of, here's one of those things where I like the creative freedom because it's, it's, it's like my favorite guy that this happened to. Mm-hmm. So – I'm okay because it makes him look like Superman in this case, <laughs> which is yeah. horrible. It makes me very inconsistent in my, uh, in my opinion on the show. So sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Paul and Lesnar stuff—it's just the same thing every time. I, I, it's, it's, it's old. Yeah. This seemed like a big waste to Brock tonight, more so than usual. Even they just don't—they they do the same thing with him every time. You know, Brock comes, mugs at the camera while Paul cuts his promo, saying, "You know how." Brock's the best, but the challenger has a chance, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just the same thing week in, week, you know, year in and year out. And I love Paul, but it's just uh, not stale as hell. Yeah, it's just so stale. You know, if it was me, uh, I would have had, you know, have Brock say a few lines. Um, just say a few, you know, say something. You can talk. I mean, one of the best promos last year was Brock on Daniel Cormier, right? <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, I think that they should do that. But I will say this: this Chicago crowd was super hot at the start of, at the start of the show, and they kind of killed them off by the end until that main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the audience uh, was interesting tonight. They did also did some weird stuff in building tonight's show ahead of time on social media. One thing they did was really tease that Finn Balor was going to have a mystery tag team partner right. against Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Matt, do you think it's wise to build this idea of a mystery when it's going to be Braun Strowman, who's cool, but he's teamed with Finn before? This is hardly a surprise. Right. No, stupid. That yeah, wait. Yeah, it's one thing it was Braun's coming back from injury or something like that and hasn't been on TV every week. But <laughs> The guy we just, yeah. Right. Your surprise, you know, advertising a surprise partner is somebody that's that was on just last week. It, it was just weird. And uh, with Braun, man, how much more could they have lost steam with him tonight? His big segment announcing he's going to be in the Andre the Giant <laughs> Battle what Royal. Freak, what's going on here? And he's going to likely be on SNL the night before because of this backstage angle they're doing with Colin Jost and Michael Shea. The build to his match, mind you, at the Battle Royal, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, if it if it were if I were booking this WrestleMania card, it would be Brock versus Braun at Mania with Braun beating Brock, you know, and not for the title. Um, not for. I wouldn't have Brock <laughs> had the title. I wouldn't have had him oh, have it this okay. whole time. I got you. No, yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um. So we got Finn and Braun versus Leo and Bobby. Braun and Finn won. Uh, Bobby and Leo did their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby walked out on Leo, and Leo just got destroyed by Braun. And he might have gotten legitimately hurt. Nick was at the event. And he said after the segment, like uh, a couple officials, and I think it might have been uh, Doctor Amen, were checking on Leo in the ring. So, but this is what they put on first tonight. This match. I mean, they're in Chicago, hot crowd. I mean, it seemed to me like uh, on social media and there, there was there was more excitement for Becky Lynch's Head and Shoulders commercial that they were uh, playing tonight. 
and talking <laughs> about, you know, uh, head, and sh- head and Shoulders, I guess, bought out the entire episode tonight. So. Yeah, there's was, was a lot of Head and Shoulders on here. Um, man, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, when there's a title change, I always feel like the next week should have that champion doing a big promo, make it a, seem like a big deal, not just have him in a tag match and he ends up losing. Um, yeah, and then yeah. we had a moment of bliss where Alexa brought out Elias. Elias uh, talked about he's going to be the headline musical act at WrestleMania, in addition to Alexa Bliss being the host, and then interrupted by No Way Jose's conga line with uh, No Way Jose in disguise, Otis and Tucker from Heavy Machinery leading the conga line. How do you think uh, their main roster run is going, Matt? <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. At least they were at the head of the Congo line. They weren't in it. They they were leading. You know what? So was the damn hamburger one week. I think a hot dog the following week. The hamburger on another week. Listen, it's it's getting out of hand. And, and someone in, in the chat bringing this up, Anthony. Uh, why was Finn smiling a week after losing his title? Exactly. He should have been pissed. He should have why been. Do you think? Because that's what you're paying him to do to smile. It's you're also terrible for him more because he's cheering. I mean, because he's smiling. Should be, is, is it not working? <laughs> he should be upset he lost the title you know he was robbed he should be out there you know complaining but lashley should be bragging about how he's this two-time intercontinental champion well here's the good news for finn is that all this wrestlemania artwork the posters and everything going around shows finn in the demon makeup on the poster yeah. wait what so, some of the wrestlemania artwork has uh, the demon character on it so, mm. well, they got to get what one, one week now? Yeah, got two, 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 more two episodes. Yeah. Two episodes. Okay. Well, they better get on it. Yeah. <sighs> if they had Braun turn on Finn and then it was Finn versus Braun and Finn's going to summon, well, Finn would actually, they might have Finn go over Braun, maybe. If he's the a demon. demon. Yeah. And with where, where Braun is right now. <laughs> I'd, buy that. I'd be yeah. more excited. I'd, Matt, would that be more exciting to you than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Battle Royal for Braun? Yeah. Absolutely. No, not Braun losing. Well, I don't know. I mean, but to the demon. Yes. Yeah. Please. Uh, yes. Yes. I don't know. They got to do so something. many matches on this thing, and it's like by trying to fit everyone on the card, it, it just waters so many of them down that I, I'm not really excited. As each consecutive week, I'm getting less and less excited for this show. Well, and like, they I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say so many matches on the card, so many matches they need to build. Then Raj, why on earth wouldn't you be excited to see Elias versus No Way Jose? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why well, is No Way Jose on our TVs two weeks before you know, know. Yeah, exactly. Three weeks Wait, before Mania. Why does this yeah, why, why is this conga line getting more uh TV time than Braun Strowman? Um, <laughs> Wait, let me ask you something though. Um when did it become a thing? Uh, because we used to always be attacked, we being when I was a TNA, that Oh, Dix is trying to get everyone on the pay-per-view. Like, it's such a horrible thing to get guys' paydays and girls' paydays, right? And I remember I used to read that all the time in the dirt sheets. Like, oh, got to get everyone on the court, everyone on the show, so everyone gets a payday. I never heard that about WWE. I never I used to hear that. I'm yeah. hearing it more so now. Did that sort of happen when it went to the network? Uh, when I, I was there, that was not a thing. That was not a thing. Yeah, I felt it was like... It was like t- towards the end of the Attitude Era, where I started, where you really started noticing them having the big battle royals just to get people on the card, and and uh, I sure no, I had one when I was there. Remember, like, uh, who was it? They they did the the gimmick battle royal one year, and then they had like a, a, a Miss WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal one year. 
I'll tell you this. Mania Nathan Jones versus the World Greatest Tag Team for the World Heavyweight Championships at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden. Nathan Jones decides to quit and leave me in Australia. High and dry. See you later, Nathan. Um, and <laughs> and and so in this circumstance, if this was today's wrestling, they still would have found a spot for me at WrestleMania somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. Right? It, that's what I'm trying to say. They didn't do that then. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Nady, in case you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> and freaking Paul Heyman creating the triple threat match. So now we've got all these triple threats and four ways and five ways. Yeah, it was ECW that. that uh, I, didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a lot more to talk about tonight, but we have two sponsors, and I want to get to the first one, which is SeatGeek. Oh, my God. SeatGeek helped make my Vegas vacation in absolutely incredible. We all know that buying tickets online is so complex, so complicated. There are hundreds of sites with varying levels of reliability. It's hard to know who to trust. That's why SeatGeek is the way to go. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place, so you can easily find the seats that you want for the price you're willing to pay. There's nothing like being there in person, and SeatGeek is going to get you closer to the action for a great value. Uh, in Las Vegas, we saw Wayne Newton and Gwen Stefani you see geek for both and we just had an incredible night one thing that i love about it is they search multiple ticket sites create every ticket based on value and they immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget i didn't want to spend a ton on wayne Newton, so you know we spent a bit we found some that looked like pretty good seats we got seated in there um i guess because they were they were like fill seats uh we got seated in a prime viewing position and they got moved to the very front row, the front table in front of Wayne. And we found out we were moved because Shania Twain was there. And she got put in our uh, uh, further back uh, viewing position before. It was a great show. Wayne was fantastic. And Gwen Stefani, we got VIP tickets day of the show for just uh, an absolute sweetheart price. And SeatGeek made that possible. It was really fantastic. Uh, can't wait to go back to Vegas and use SeatGeek again. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for everything from sports, concerts, comedy, theater, and professional wrestling. I've got the app on my phone. Raj has it on his. It is by far the easiest way to shop for tickets. I love that I would just be in the, be in the back of a lift in Vegas uh, saying, huh, I wonder what the tickets are at now. Keep checking, keep checking. It was great. And... We've got a special deal for our listeners. Get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life is an event, and they have the tickets, and we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Back of a lift? What do you mean? What, what, what's that mean? No, a lift, it's like Uber. So I could, uh, we could just be riding around Vegas. Right. Yeah, so we could just yeah. be riding around Vegas. I could be like, oh, I want to see if some seats that I want at the right price are available. Yeah. It was great. You know, normally I'm one of those guys that plans everything out for vacation, but we did it a little <laughs> more spur of the moment this time, and SeatGeek made that possible. We actually had a better time. We did what we felt like doing that night rather than locking commitments did, ahead of time. Did you spur of the moment any anything else? Any other? Oh, well, you know, there were some other spur of the moment things, which does bring <laughs> us to uh, the second sponsor of this yes. episode, which is Blue Chew. Oh, guys, you remember those days when you were always ready to go? Think back to it, Matt. It was glorious. Remember what college was like? Remember what high school was like? My wife's going to shoot me after. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> oh, back then when you did it all for the nookie. Now you do it just so you can get some rest after. Let's face it. Uh, but guys, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. 
so you know that this is the stuff that works. Take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. I've used it, Roger's used it, Matt has used it. We've talked about the extra things we experience. We've talked about our partner's reaction. And the important thing to remember is Blue Chew is not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, as Matt Morgan has pointed out, <laughs> most guys, we talk a good game. But if you're one and done, Blue Chew is going to help you follow through for round two and three and four. And let's face it, it's going to be a stacked card when Blue Chew's in the house. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, a special deal for our listeners, visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code WINC. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code W-I-N-C to try it free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So tonight, Kurt Angle comes to the ring, announces uh, his opponent for his WrestleMania match. This is something I really thought they could have milked online. A lot of people were speculating who this should be. And he announced that uh, nothing would make him happier than making Baron Corbin tap out at WrestleMania so he can retire a happy man. Why put Kurt in that position? Why have him announce his opponent? You know what I mean? Because it just makes him sound like a dope by going out there and announcing Baron Corbin. Just say Kurt Angle's wrestling Baron Corbin. Um, Why does it make him sound like a dope? Because it just disappointed everyone. Because everyone wanted oh, him to pick. Like, shitty pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Why, why not Finn Balor? Like, I, thought, I thought we were going to get that tonight for a second there. When Michael Cole started talking about the horrible back... Uh, the, the 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 flack that everybody, all the fans gave the the company for going this route and being given Kurt Angle flack and picking Baron Corbin and not somebody, not other people, right? So I don't know. Maybe they turn that into something. I don't know. They got two weeks, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, this isn't going to be uh, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. No, 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 that sucks. I really, truly hope that's not Kurt's true last match. If that. I mean, it should be Cena. I think they could have teased it out more. Well, if... It could have been match. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not that he'd want to go out. I mean, arguably, Baron is one of the best villains in the company. He's he really figured it out. The younger guys yeah. over. That's his thing. Okay, but if that's the deal, then fine. What about the other guy in tonight's match, I would argue, would be a much better match? Oh, Chad Gable? No. Who? Hello? Who wrestled Baron tonight? Oh, uh, Apollo. Yeah, I would argue that'd be a much better match, and you're making a babyface that could really use it. Yeah, I yeah. Don't think I mean, Baron Corbin has a singles match at Mania, and you know, Braun Strowman's in the Battle Royal. Yeah, go figure that. <laughs> it is weird, and I, know, I like Baron Corbin a lot. I was more excited for Angle's match with Chad Cable than I am for his WrestleMania match with Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, we got that tonight. Kurt Angle versus Chad Gable. Um, I thought this was great. Have they wrestled before? Am, am I forgetting that they've done this before? I don't think so. Yeah. No. I mean, people no, want I've... to see this since NXT. Sorry, Matt. Or yes, this... yes, they have. I was one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it just felt like they were going at half speed. And, you know, Angle's older. I know he has to. But uh, it, it just like the crowd was dead for most of this match. And then they, they got him at the end. But uh, I, don't know, I, was, I, was, I was really looking forward to this. And it was kind of 
just a little disappointed. I mean, you could see like Kurt Angle's hurting, so it's probably, mm-hmm. you know, the right time for him to retire. Um, Gable's on fire, okay, you know what I mean? So I don't think it was necessarily him. I think it was a, you know, match there to watch certain things with Kurt, maybe. I, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, Gable is great, but the way that he's been booked as Bobby Roode's sidekick um, doing the cosplay, I mean, he's like mm-hmm. one step above Mojo Rawley in the fans' eyes at this point. I love Mojo Rawley, what he's doing now, right now for what it's worth. No, I think Mojo's great. I th- I loved Mojo when he was with Ryder. I loved Mojo even when he was solo in NXT, but those goddamn mirror promos. I like them. I like really? the nights. Yeah. I don't think they're going anywhere with it. That's a, conversa- that's a legit conversation that athletes with potential, I swear, I mean, my, me as well, you literally have that weird conversation with yourself, I swear to God. Jim Ross is on the Ross Report saying Matt Morgan has all the potential in the world, but you can't buy groceries with potential, folks. Well, now the next whole week I'm in practice trying to get better, even that much better because of that encouragement, right? And that stupid-ass word, potential. Um you know what I mean, and we're, yeah. we're, we're and I, I appreciated that as an athlete. And, yeah, I think uh, that, inner, that inner that inner dialogue that you, that an athlete does have with with him and herself. And I think Mojo's delivery was great. I just honestly don't think they have a plan for him at all. No, I don't either. I don't either. I think yeah. he's like, like his problem because he because he was doing it for a while. Then they, he was just completely off of TV for like a month, and now he's back doing it. Mm-hmm. Tough spot coming up, you know, before Mania here. Yeah, I don't know why he's doing this with any new talents. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kurt Angle won that match after he and Gable held up each other's arms. It's a nice moment. Yeah, the crowd, yeah, they were dead for a lot of this match, but by the end they were they were back into it. I think the, uh, the announcement, the Baron Corbin announcement, kind of sucked the life out of them a little bit. Baron Corbin, by making him not the acting general manager, like the character, that's what's missing from the character. I know they did it as part of this, hey, we're sorry, creative's going to get better. But him in an authority role worked so much better for that character. Hang on, it did, but here's the problem. He never wrestled, and it was weird when he wrestled. Now we're finally starting to get to see him as a performer, as a wrestler again. I don't know. In my opinion, that was what was lacking before. Yeah. There's got to be some happy. I don't know what a happy medium in this is. He just needs to get out, out of that ridiculous outfit. I mean, I want to say that's all it is, right? It's part of it. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. I mean, um, he bought, he bought right when they started giving him crap in the ring. He jumped right on it. Like, come on, yeah, please boo me, and <laughs> ate it up. He's he's gotten a lot better. He has gotten a lot better, but I think the problem with him when he was the acting GM or whatever it was he was on a lot. Like he would be on like five segments on the show, mm-hmm. and it was just a lot of one character that, you know, and it was just just constantly trying to get heat and uh, you never really have many payoffs or anything. It's just Corbin being an asshole, people booing, and then uh, you just leave a, a bad taste in fans' mouth week, week after week. Yeah. So we had Sasha and Bailey come out to the ring and talk about that tomorrow. They're going to defend the tag team women's titles on SmackDown. Uh, or no, they're not going to defend. They're going to confront the Iconics. Pardon me. Um, but additionally, uh, Sasha talked about WrestleMania 35. Music was interrupted. Out came Natalia with Beth Phoenix. Beth wants to get back in the ring, come out of retirement. So it looks like it's building towards a WrestleMania match with them. And then Nia and Tamina who attacked. Uh, you think the Iconics could add to that match? I mean, I'm assuming tomorrow that's going to yes. be, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I, I like the Iconics calling them out last weekend and then going over to SmackDown and say, what's up? So, yeah, there'll be a four-way, so eight, eight women in that match. Yeah. And tonight we had Sasha Banks versus Natalia with uh, Sasha winning by DQ because Tamina attacked Beth on the outside. Yeah. Yep. After that. <laughs> Wait, why would you What's that? Why would that's why I don't get the DQ part? Because Tam- would... Tamina beat up Sasha or Bailey outside, or well, both of them outside. I thought it was Beth. Right? I don't remember. It was yeah. Beth. Yeah. So what? Beth wasn't in that singles match, right? Anyways, right. But so why was that a DQ for Nat? You know, why why did Natty win? Oh, because she did attack Banks last, so she went through Beth, Bailey. Uh, and Sasha. Um, Thanks for watching the show, man. <laughs> no, it, good. I mean, you know, honestly, so much of tonight just blended. It's boards we're talking about. I'm like, all this really happened because during, man, this just flew by tonight. Um, then we got Mojo yelling at himself in the mirror. Figure it out. Good Lord. But then, okay, Matt, is this, uh, what, what is the spell? Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. How, how is that for uh, Ricochet's main roster I, I, run? I, I, we mean, I had no problem with that. I thought it was fantastic. I thought, excuse me, he had a nice feature role tonight. Okay. Um, his music was freaking awesome. The match was freaking awesome. Um, I had no problem with this at all. Really? I mean, I thought, I thought this match was like pretty boring because it was just Ricochet selling the whole match until the very end, and then he gets you know, uh, ten seconds of offense. Yeah, it was a very, it was a. Very, very formulaic WWE match the way they always are. He yeah. had their shine. He was cut off. There was heat. There was a little hope. Nope, cut back down. Heat, heat, heat. Big comeback. That's how every match goes there. Yeah, but it's, this was a Jinder Mahal match. <laughs> Not really. Uh... Go back and watch it and listen to those fans and his comeback, and you tell me that that's what you saw. Because go back, and I don't want you to watch, you to watch him. I want you to watch the dopes in the first row mm-hmm. all freaking beaten off all over themselves because of the cool stuff that homeboy was doing in his comeback. I'm telling you, I was, I was actually pausing and watching it because I was like, he's getting a different reaction. I was trying to explain to my wife than other baby faces get. Yeah. I Much mean, I think different. Ricochet's a superstar. I don't think he should be having competitive, long competitive matches with the champion. guy. What else do you want? Yeah, but he's getting beat on Raw every week now. You know? He didn't get beat. He, he won. No, gender. Ricochet. I'm saying I'm saying Ricochet and Gender should not be competitive. Ricochet should be beating Gender in you know four minutes. No, no. Again, he was a former world heavyweight champion, beating Randy Orton. Right? Didn't he beat AJ? Didn't he beat some really good talents? That We're was just gonna that was a because it's not his time. We just supposed to forget about that. No, was, I mean, yeah, but with how with how they're using him now, they're using him as enhancement talent. So uh, he hasn't won a match on Raw. I don't think his job was to enhance him. Listen, Ricochet's not going to go out there and just job somebody out. That's not going to happen. No, no, but it shouldn't be 10 minutes of gender winning nine, you know, dominating for nine minutes. And then, but Matt, wouldn't it be the easiest story to tell with Ricochet? If Matt, if Ricochet were going against you, right, you could still look dominant, look strong, but the story's simple. Ricochet's fast. Mm-hmm. goes high in the air so you could be it's like you could get a hold of him you could do one massive strength move and the rest of the time he could just outrun you you know and i think it wouldn't diminish you it would just be that he's faster and lighter on his feet 
Now, you, the job of the baby, to, to get over as a baby face, especially yeah. his, his size, and he's athletic as hell. He looks like a million bucks. Just, I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to say, oh, I'm shitting on short people. So I'm much. I, I argue, I'm a bigger British fan than you guys. So I just want to throw that out there. I'm a huge fan of him. You guys know this. But what I'm saying to you is, it ha- he has to sell. That is how you get over as a baby face. It is not all the high flying moves that we all know we can do. It's sell, sell, sell. And just because it's not your pick of the week of who you like to hear to sell for, I can understand that to a certain extent. But when that guy is a former heavyweight champion of the world, hmm. I don't see any harm in that, especially when the guy looks the way he looks. If he looked like shit or looked like a fat slob and his stuff didn't look real or believable, you tell me what didn't look believable about a man that looks like him whipping the crap out of someone that looks as diminutive in height as old boy. It looked very real to me and very realistic. It's an argument I had one time when Booker didn't want to do a job to me. I remember going, what's unrealistic about that? I'm twice your size. Please <laughs> no, tell no, me that's... what's unrealistic about it. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. And I thought he looked really, really good um, for what it's worth in, in his, his physique. What's his name? Both guys, but our guy. Um, gender. Okay. Ricochet looks like a million bucks all the time. But Jim kind of disappeared for a minute with his physique and then he got back again. Yeah. Well, another good thing I like that they had him as a, a singles this week, too. Um, Featured, got, finally. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's getting wins. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the what they should reaction? be doing. Yes, they should be. Did you hear how the crowd reacted to his entrance tonight? Like when all the lights finally hit? I mean, will he go back and dissect this? He's one that I really try to, like, Really, yeah. like extra, extra, extra. Pay attention to. I just think he's exciting as hell. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. I mean, I'm I'm a huge Ricochet fan, but I'd like to see him higher than what he is. Absolutely, we all. You know, and, yeah. and also maybe facing guys that are maybe a little smaller high flyers, and him getting you know some doing some high flying matches so people could see more of him, and uh, you know getting some wins over smaller guys that do really athletic stuff. You know, though, if that's the alternative, there, I, I think it's going to end up with him in 205 Live if they mm-hmm. book him against smaller guys. I think that it's actually good he's going against. Well, you do Who both, does. right? Yeah. He's, he's got to go through this to prove his events. Yeah. And he is, in my opinion, because yeah. I know what he wants, and he did his job. He sold. People were behind him. They were a super huge pop for him at the end of that match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today uh, WWE announced that Sue Aitchison, who's worked for the WWE for 33 years, is getting the Warrior Award and going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Sue works on their charity, uh, the Make-A-Wishes that they do, uh, works on some of their community outreach and charity outreach. And Raj, I don't think I can't remember the last Hall of Fame announcement that was received this well uh, on social media. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the last few years, I feel like this award has been more of a like kind of like, kind of like a PR thing. Yeah. It's, it's like great stories that they're giving it out to, but uh, with no real connection. If you remember the Ultimate Warrior speech where he talked about um, having a, a special award, he was talking about you know women like Sue, people who work behind the scenes, who aren't who who don't get any uh, uh, their efforts aren't seen. Yeah, cameramen, people like that. He's a Exactly. So, I mean, that's kind of what he meant it for. So, you know, this is kind of actually the first recipient that's kind of in that vein of what, what it was meant, what, what he had pitched in his speech. Yeah, so, yeah great. great. I think it's great. I, I, I wish they'd do more uh, stuff like that. 
So they built this up tonight. They announced on social media over the weekend that Dana Brooke was going to get a title shot, a proper title shot against Ronda Rousey tonight. We had a backstage interview with Dana. Um, and then she went out there, I think what got like one swing in and then ended up in the arm bar <laughs> that Ronda would not let go. I, I just don't get how she gets a rematch. What did I miss? Right. Well, they didn't have a match last week. She just got destroyed. <laughs> Hey, it's WWE logic. I'm not defending it, but I thought she had a match. I don't know why. It's look. It's a good thing to build some more heel heat on Ronda. One, I love that she didn't like go with the armbar. But did you see? I mean, Raj, I'm not sure if you noticed this weekend. Like people on Twitter and online, um, legit excited for Dana to get the sort of spotlight. And I think what a great heel move to just have Ronda piss all over that very quickly uh, by wait, taking her out. Wait, there's people that were, what? Yeah, people were saying very nice things. Oh, it's good Dana's finally getting an opportunity. She was so wow. great back in NXT. She's been misused on the main roster. I'm just talking about, like, I would see this scrolling by. Yeah. Oops, I didn't know all that, but that's cool. Oh. Like, they, they had an Instagram poll, and sometimes I'm like, yeah. man, do you guys watch Do you guys watch the product? I mean, it should be obvious that Ronda's just going to destroy Dana. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense here. Um, and they had an Instagram poll asking if Dana will upset Ronda. Like 51% said yes. It was something crazy. <laughs> like, what? Lord. That makes no sense. You've been building to, you know, Becky and, and Charlotte and to have Dana beat her two weeks out. You know, that makes no sense. But, but, but again, great steam, great heat on Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. Um, she looked like an insane lunatic, which was great. Um, <laughs> Having Travis Brown mixed in there, I thought yeah. worked well. Great stiff elbow uh, for him, rather. Real, real quick though, what do you guys think though, like when she's making that face, like I don't, I, I'm thinking like she's like a second away from crying. Rhonda, yeah, yes. she always looks like she's like half a beat away from crying. Like the next thing that someone's gonna say, is, that's what's gonna do it. She's gonna cry. <laughs> I guess I'm so used to that look from her UFC days that because that's the yeah. look she'd do like going to the cage. Um, yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. This is a little bit. This is a little. This is like a little bit more. Yeah, I would say if there's a sixth <laughs> gear, this is the sixth gear version of that. Because at least in the cage, like she's beating the path again, beating a hole through her opponent with that face in the cage, and then it goes away until they, you know, as as as, as the, once the bell rings and they start right. But like homegirl, she holds it. She held it for like five minutes. <laughs> like from yeah. the beginning, walking on the engine, throughout their staff. Then when she's done again, she literally looks like she's seconds away from crying. Go back and watch it again. I have fans at home. Watch her kiss her boyfriend, too. She does <laughs> it with that face. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought I thought she was great here. I think oh, she, she was amazing here. Great heat. The heat was just off the charts in that in that building. I think this was the most heated thing on the show. Yes. Um, oh, so yes. and the only yeah. thing I would have changed, you know, Travis punching a security guy they should have had like cops come and, and then t you know arrest travis and Rhonda. you know do the whole austin thing because that yeah, makes it seem kind of hokey that you can punch also, a security guard when you're in you, the crowd wouldn't you argue that it's also there's no real need for it logically like what was happening that he felt the need to throw that for right? was it that they were like trying to grab her the security was trying to grab her or something that one that one security guard he got turned to travis <laughs> Bradley, yeah yeah but it was cool. It was different. It was. It was, uh, it was cool and it was different. Yes, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. No, and then after that, so um, Travis grabbed her and they ran backstage through the crowd. Then we had Apollo Cruz versus Baron Corbin tonight. 
It's been a while since we saw this match. They did this a lot when both of them were first called up. I think they were in a feud together. Uh, Apollo won tonight out of nowhere. That was nice. Why is he? Maybe there's plans for something we don't know. Yeah, You know what I miss? I miss Titus Worldwide. I miss Titus, Apollo, and Dana together. They just announced a big match for Baron at WrestleMania. He's wrestling Kurt Angle. And so you just beat him right after that. It just makes no sense. Okay, yes, it doesn't make any sense. I agree with that. Yeah. And, and if they are doing something with Apollo, well, they have Baron beat somebody else. But he should be getting wins here leading up to Mania to build up that, that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Very odd. Uh, Batista. Oh, my gosh. This was terrible. Oh, man. This, I love Batista, but this was this just... Awesome. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I, I feel bad because um, I've been talking about what a good actor he is. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. What was it tonight? It was terrible. Yeah, I know. Man, every week, the, the angles are worse and worse in this in this feud. Like that first one they did with at the Flair thing was awesome. And then the the promo back and forth or hawk and loogies and tell me what you want, you know, that all that stuff. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of missed the mark. And then this week was just off the rails. I I mean I could not understand what Batista was complaining about. Nor could I. It started before I evolution, apparently. Yeah, it was like Triple H was mean to me. Is that kind of what, what the what the big story here you know, is? He was jealous of me. He surrounded himself by great talent like DX and Evolution, same thing. I was the meathead muscle, and he used me. When? <laughs> Not in a good heel get me right. kind of way either. Right. He, he just came across as it no just came across as boring and bad. No, it looked like he was bored half the time, and he had no emotion in it whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they just don't keep it simple. Like Batista saying, you know, Triple H had blackballed me and that when I left and wouldn't allow me to come back. And, you know, and and this is what I had to do to finally get back. And I'm going to, you know, end his career. It's just it's simple. And it's easily relatable. And it it's a reason that Batista should be pissed. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but instead <laughs> we get this. Oh, man. I was looking forward to this, too. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Alexa Bliss wants to fix the situation between Braun Strowman and Colin Jost and Michael Shea. Uh, next week, we're going to see what happens there. But tonight's main event, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Matt, you love this match. Absolutely. I would love to see a feud between these two eventually, too. I think these two could absolutely be the main event, you know, the two-door-hood ornaments of this company. I really do. I, I think their chemistry is that good. And they both are in a very precarious position, in this very, very weird position, because they both need the same thing, right? They both need the next half a step up push, yeah. and they're facing each other, unfortunately. <laughs> they do this a lot in WWE, but you don't see definitely don't do it. Your top, tippity top, 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 top talents. Who do they have right now on Raw as, on the heel side? Like when you think of coming out of WrestleMania, they're it's almost like they have to go with Drew and and Seth because there aren't really any other options, really. Glenn, well, you bought for my AOC tippy to top thing, by the way. I thought you would. <laughs> <What's Sorry>. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, seriously, I mean, you're, Corbin is not. That's not like a main event. Uh, no, he's right underneath it. You're right. Yeah, and, and who else? Ambrose is leaving. Um, no, no. 
Shane, no, Shane's on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care of anybody. Yeah. Am I missing somebody? I am missing somebody. God, there Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, but Lesnar, I mean, assuming he's gone. I think yeah. the women are main eventing and closing this show, right? I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing hotter right now. That's their thing, isn't that the whole thing in, the, in this year's pay per view that the women are main eventing? Isn't that what they're already selling this? Uh, yeah, but remember they called Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha the women's main event back in Dallas, and that went on what? I mean, towards the end of the card, but not anywhere near last. Did they yeah. really book that as a main event? No, they called it the women's main event of WrestleMania back in Dallas. Because yeah. <laughs> Seth has been saying he's headlining main eventing WrestleMania too. I think he won the Royal Rumble. He has to. So the gimmick. have to say that at least to protect the gimmick. I mean, really, Even, those three matches, any of those, and Kofi versus Daniel Bryan, with how I mean, Kofi's kind of hotter than Becky Lynch. In, or, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, at least last week the crowd reaction was they were much hotter for Kofi than Becky. Oh my goodness! Yep. They cool Becky off something fierce quick. So yeah, so McIntyre won tonight with the Claymore kick, and Lesnar stuck around the whole show. He and uh, Eamon <laughs> were laughing at Rollins. Drew Thanks, stood Rob. tall. Yeah, <laughs> they, like they did nothing better. They had no better ideas than this. <laughs> you didn't like Smiley Brock Lesnar coming out. <laughs> It just seems weird to me. It's like they have to pay him the same amount, right? Just mm -hmm. for him to show up. I don't know. Give him something to do. Yeah, anything. I mean, the, the, yeah. But he's like, especially if he's leaving. Like this belt, like you said, Raj, I would have had it off him so long ago, and he'd be doing jobs to everyone I need to be getting over right now. <laughs> right. Star and Braun Strowman first in line, then yep. eventually Drew McIntyre even. And yeah. Yeah, get some of that equity out of all that money and, and you know promotional push you put into him. Get some, get some of it back and spread it to other stars. Yeah, clearly they're not doing that. Um, <laughs> Lesnar looks younger now, doesn't he? I'm well, you would be was... too. You would be too if you had that work schedule, Raj. <laughs> what do you say that, Raj? He just looks slimmer. I, I think his, maybe his hair is longer. I don't know. He just looked kind of younger out there mm -hmm. to me today. I don't know. Just looked a little different, you know. He had he he has been in the USADA pool, um, so I don't know if that affects his training or I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe he's prepping for a test. Could be. Yeah. Hopefully, he studied hard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that was Raw tonight. Two more to go till WrestleMania. What else is going on in the world of wrestling, Raj? AJ Styles resigned. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he resigned with WWE. So, yeah, but at the so, same time, Gals and Anderson? Question yeah. mark. Yeah, it looks like they were offered new deals. They turned them down, and so they're. I guess they're being kept off of live events and and just being used at TV. So their deals are up in September. Obviously, that's a long time. Um, so, you know, who knows. It is interesting seeing how many people are leaving or wanting to leave or publicly saying that they want to leave. And um, yeah, is it normal for these people to begin off of their contract this far out? I think WWE is trying to aggressively re-sign 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they are way out. Like, I think AJ's was coming up like next month, so that makes sense. Why, you know, hey, Gallows Anderson? Why do we even know about this if they're not up in September? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean that, but, but that's why they're not being used at live events, and I guess they turned down the deals that were offered to them. I, I just don't get why WWE would offer them a deal that's early out when they wouldn't even do it for the top flight talent this far out. Why would they be doing it for them? I don't know. It doesn't head up to me. I'm just throwing it out there. Sorry to get your stuff, guys. <laughs> no, but no, it's true though. They were. How do you know it's true? Who was backstage and saw this? Um, no. did it, did, well, did you, right. you know what I'm saying? I, I know if I'm a talent and I want yeah. to play the game and I want to raise or I want other companies to be interested in me, I can't. I, I can't can help what the internet's talking about. We didn't tell them. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Well, our contract isn't even up to September. That shows you what these idiots on the internet know. So that's how you there, know we didn't say anything. But meanwhile, they did. I don't know. Wasn't the rumor, Raj, uh, that because of AEW, um, that everyone with a deal that's coming up in the next year or two is being like pressured right. to resign right now? Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh well, then now that's logical. Okay, now there's logic, police. Thank you. That makes sense. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. okay, yeah, yeah. They they don't want people leaving for AEW. They don't want to give that impression that wrestlers are looking to leave and AEW doesn't want to look like it's just a bunch of WWE rejects no, you know? it, can't, it can't be that right so they're not going to take a lot of these guys I mean I'm sure they take Gallows and Anderson because they got the bullet club history and all that what? and like yes, some guys like Ambrose I'm sure they that's a no-brainer but um so yeah anyway AJ stayed uh multi-year deal and, how many do we know no it's probably I'm guessing it's three, three. that's been pretty standard Good for yep. him. Do you know what it was worth by any chance or no? No. AJ just confirmed it, confirmed it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is going on? Will's have been making the rounds. Uh, Raj, did you watch uh, the Enzo Amore three-hour shoot interview? I did not know. <laughs> was that what I'm on YouTube? I keep seeing bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. But two I minutes mean... long. Next one. Five minutes long. Next one. Two minutes long. Right. 300 <laughs> The whole thing is three hours. Um, there are some tidbits, some things that mm-hmm. behind the scenes from Raw NXT that I thought were interesting okay. in there. Uh, I mean, he put himself over, but at the same time, uh, well, that's kind of a shtick, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he hinted at the end that maybe a podcast. And I get the impression like he's planning some sort of indie fed or promotion or something. I don't know. That will film really no offense. I hope it doesn't, but yeah, no. What about his rap career? Is that uh, that's is still that going? No, that's still going. Um, and there was all this details in there about how the WWE does music. I mean, he's told the story on Stone Cold and other stuff, but the plans that were for him, the cruiserweights. I mean, it's just it's interesting. I think Enzo and Cass. If I were going to make a TV movie about anything, with the exception of Roman Reigns' cancer battle, I would do the Enzo and Cass story. If I were a producer looking to make a TV movie about the current wrestling landscape. Because I think that's uh, that all it's missing is the redemption at the end. Of them coming back to WWE? Or something. I mean, because I mean, talk about Fall from Grace, right? I mean, they were riding very high, fan favorites, and then just both flamed out in different ways. They weren't on the main roster that long. Who <clears throat> else was a fan favorite? Huh. The Blueprint Matt Morgan as he made his in-ring return at his own fundraiser event oh, called yes. the Ladder Park Rumble this past weekend in Longwood, Florida, where he drew 723 fans throughout a two-and-a-half-hour window of a wrestling show. That's where awesome. Where we raised nine, well, it was a shade under $10,000. Yeah. 
is how much money we raised for those anti-concussion football helmets from our local high school, Lyman High School, L-Y-M-A-N. Um, they came to me a year ago, um, the coach. They wanted to get these anti-concussion helmets. The only way to cover that is through fundraising. Coach said they're 350 bucks a piece, you know? So um, we went ahead and raised money for them and got a shade under 10 grand for it. So who who promoted the event? Was it was it just you? I did. Did you work with anyone? Like yeah, yeah. Like I wrestled. You, I wrestled on the card. Wrestled a tag match. Me and uh, Dion. Dion no, James. No, no I meant as far as setting up, like getting the ring and, and you know figuring stuff like that out, and uh, you know. Yeah, he's a local. I used a local Florida company here. Okay. That was willing to do it for free. Nice. Um, and yeah. That's that's cool. Nice. Did you win? <laughs> so what's it like uh, to, to be taking bumps after that long? <clears throat> what's it like asking that question to someone who didn't take a bump after so long? I didn't take no bumps. Yeah. The biggest bump I took was falling down on my man covering him for a one, two, three. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. My show. Come on. <laughs> Deputy mayor. I'm Deputy mayor of my city. What do you think would happen? Um, it was an amazing, amazing event. I'm, I'm grateful to everyone that came out and donated money. Again, these are anti-concussion football helmets. Our news stations covered it twice a piece each week. I did it in studios two times each network show. We have like 12 channels here at Vocoy. It was amazing, the coverage awesome. that they gave us and promoting it. And that's why I think 700 and so many people were able to come out to it. That's awesome. You know? That's great. Nice. Uh, Nick Hausman from wrestling inc was on the scene in chicago tonight dean ambrose came out after raw went off the air to help seth rollins fend off an attack from baron corbin right cool yep so that's what dean's up to think he's leaving matt you think dean actually leaves the company i think so (laughs) really yeah they'll throw too much money at him roman back changes things maybe yeah I mean, he knows that they'll be pushed all three. It definitely seems like right now the plan is for him to leave because, you know, otherwise they'd be getting him well, a good a spot on, on WrestleMania. Well, let me ask you a quick question. It. Hang on. Is Roman done after Mania? Do we know? Roman? Mm-hmm. No, no. He's, he's, he's full back, time. Back, right? Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's full time. So then why wouldn't the show go back together? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they didn't get a chance to do it right the first time, you know, injuries, right? Yeah, they've done it like four times now. Um, we never got a chance to do it, really, though. Think about it. It always got short ended. At, uh, at Fastlane, they got the big win. That was kind of like their hurrah. We were supposed to believe storyline purposes <laughs> because Homeboy's leaving. Yeah, yeah. It was the last hurrah. That's not, I'm telling you guys, I'm going to say that. Yeah. I don't know. Only people talk shit until they get money offered. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Their money. Yeah, we'll see. I could see. I could see Dean leaving though, because they're. If he was staying, I think he would. He, he they'd be doing something with him at Mania. That's again that, that the biggest payday of the year, right? They still mm-hmm. got two weeks. Why don't? Uh, why doesn't D, uh, Drew McIntyre call up Dolph Ziggler, get some tag action going, and then have Roman and Dean versus Dolph and Drew reunited? I mean, yeah. I think Roman and Drew is better, but <laughs> I agree. It's much better. <laughs> So, <clears throat> you All think right. uh, the revival are going to defend the tag team championships at Mania? I don't care. It doesn't seem like it right now, does it? 
No, no like I mean, no, no storyline in that direction. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. No, it seems pretty clear now. No Undertaker, uh, unless he did like a surprise appearance or something, but uh, he's not wrestling, I don't think. Um, Cena, who knows what Cena, and maybe Cena's not wrestling after all. Maybe he just does a spot like The Rock, you know, did, you know, has done in the past. Wow. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, aside from the women's main event, there's Kofi and Daniel. I mean, there's a couple things that are exciting. The Demon at Mania, but this is kind of... I mean, do they just think New York is such a hot market for them that it's going to pack the house anyhow? Yeah. It is. I think it's all, it's sold out. Yeah, the brand sells itself. Yeah. But yeah, kind of a weak show. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Uh, tomorrow night SmackDown, Kofi runs the gauntlet. If he wins, he gets to go to WrestleMania. Notice Vince McMahon just said, go to WrestleMania. Didn't specify he would get a title match. Of course sure. he did. <laughs> or hijinks. He's the first. Of course yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah, so we got we got two more weeks after tomorrow for him to throw up more obstacles for Kofi to overcome. Let's do it. Yeah. I've yep. seen it. It's deja vu. Absolutely. Uh, anything else before we take this home here, Rush? I think that's it. Cool, man. So uh, Matt Morgan, he's online at BP Matt Morgan on Instagram and Twitter. Matt, is there a donate link that people can access online for those anti-concussion helmets? Not yet. I, I mean, I can. Yeah, not yet. I know they're working on how to be able to create a GoFundMe. There's some legalities okay. involved on how they're allowed to do that. And as a politician, I know I'm pretty positive I'm not allowed to. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like even during the event, like I had these big checks, and these the police officers couldn't wait to present like something like twenty five hundred bucks, right? It's a big donation. Yeah. And I can't. I'm like, no, can't touch it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I got to. You got to present it to the coach. It's not. You know what I mean? We don't handle monies raising because you don't use your public office to mm-hmm. raise money. You're not supposed to. Right. You can't uh, use who you are to do that. But Matt, this is where the rub is because the argument is Matt Morgan, the ex WWE superstar, that's the one that can, right? I mean, that's yep. why people came out. They didn't come out because Deputy Mayor Long. When they came out because they were a former wrestling guy that they used to see. <laughs> Many of the wrestling fans that came to watch, I mean. So, it's a great event, though. I couldn't believe how many people came. It's awesome. Cool. No, it's fantastic. Raj, what you oh, oh, I got my son's ring. Awesome. You guys know my little boy's uh, non-verbal yeah. autistic, but just first time in a wrestling ring, so that was nice. cool for me. More awesome. than probably than him, but for me, it was awesome. That's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, it was a good time. Though. So I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> great. Uh, just uh, tons of stuff on the site, you know, tons of interviews. Uh, like always, we got Court Bauer, Daga, uh, just t- tons of stars. So, yeah, just keep checking it out. <clears throat> Very cool. Um I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. And we will see you tomorrow night back here to talk about SmackDown Live on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.